What is up, guys? Welcome to the podcast. Super excited that you're here. This is going to be a pretty awesome one. Um, who are you in Christ? That's I posted that the other day uh, on a picture, and it says identity crisis. And man, I want to hit this running. Um, I think that this is like a perfect opportunity to really say, hey, who are you in Christ? Because this not only happens in adulthood, but it also it starts in elementary school and in your home life as a child, in your teenage years as a junior high student or a high school student, even in your college years where it's pounded into your brain. Um, I want you to really listen in, focus in. This is some good stuff. This is stuff that I have been going through the week and just really focusing in on God and focusing on what He wants to say. And um, this is kind of what, let's just go through it. <laughs> so, um, you know, elementary school, you're always taught, man, be unique. And you go through elementary school really not understanding what does it mean to be unique. And you're like, you know, chewing on a, <laughs> listen, when I was in second grade, we were chewing on Star Wars toys, so... I'm just going to say that out loud. But anyways, we chewed on Star Wars toys. And like even into uh, our house, our elementary school went from pre-K to sixth grade at that time. And even up till about sixth grade, man, we thought girls are cute, but they were uh, demonic. And uh, <laughs> so we really didn't understand what it meant to be unique. We didn't understand nothing. And then when you got in junior high, that's when the dating started. That's when, like, we dated in elementary school, but we really never did date. Like, you told a girl, hey, I like you. You want to date? And they're like, yeah, we'll date. And you really don't even hold hands in elementary school. Like, you're just like, hi, hi, you're cute, you're cute too. And then you pass notes together. Anyways, junior high is more where you start holding hands, you start um, disappearing in behind the basketball uh bleachers and you kiss a girl for the first time and then you notice that your voice is starting to crackle and pop and you're like what in the world's going on and yeah so anyway junior high you start learning what it means to be unique because that's where your identity starts coming out and this is important this is something that i really for me as a youth pastor and as a youth minister, this is something that I feel like we as youth pastors, we as youth leaders, uh, children's ministry, whatever, this is a focus we have to have is from pretty much first grade until uh, probably eighth, ninth grade is this is where we start moving the teen or the kids or the teenagers into alignment with who Christ made. Um, why did Christ make them this way? Why? Why am I uh, a follower of Christ? You know. You know what I mean. Like you. You have to kind of position yourself to where you're pushing that. Um, not really pushing, just laying the groundwork. And then whenever you get in junior high and high school and that kind of area, at least there, you know, they understand, hey, I'm a child of the king. Uh, you know, I'm, I'm, a real, you know, I'm a real person of Jesus. You know, Jesus is my savior. They understand that. And that's what we failed. We failed so many years of doing that because we think back in 1961, 
Um, the same stuff that we did in 1961 is still going to work in today's life, and we don't do that. That's that's not what we are. Um, I was taught at a very early age, um, instead of saying what if questions is what is, and we create uh, an atmosphere that is different, that is uh, electric. Like I, That's just my thought, my process, is we create an atmosphere of God. And not only that, but your your vision has to be in step with, you know, I'm going to be creative. I'm going to make things different. I'm going to do things different, but I'm not going to compromise the gospel. I'm not going to compromise the mission. Um, if that makes any sense, like that's where I'm at. I'm one of them people, you know, we'll do anything, man. Bring in a rap singer, bring in a rock singer, bring in these Christian bands, um, have a whole day. I don't care from eight to eight and just have an all out party on the parking lot or in the church or whatever. And then boom, at eight o'clock when it starts getting dark, have fireworks. You know what I mean? Like that's me. I, I think that we... Do everything we can possible to reach people. And uh, that's just, that was a random thought there. <laughs> Different things to do. But anyways, um, but that's how I feel. And, and as long as ever, the gospel's being preached, the the people are coming to know Jesus, and we're, we're having 25 baptisms uh, in the day, that's really cool and it's really awesome. And that's why I say we need to focus on this generation um, because they're lost. They don't know. They, they're totally in what I call identity crisis. And it's scary. It really is. Like, I've um, I've dealt with high schools and, you know, I'm kind of connected with the high school I used to go to uh, somewhat with some of the teachers and, um, you know, just kind of talking back and forth. And one of the things... That really shocks me, and they they'll say it is they don't have a youth group in the area that is dynamic enough to take on the opposition at the school. And when I say opposition, I'm talking about the liberalism because uh, every school has it a liberalism of you be who you want to be, not you be who Christ wants you to be live that good life. No, no, no. You live your life. And that's where it gets really scary because teachers are pounding this in their kids. Um, I was in high school and we had this teacher. She was, and like, I'm not even into it, but she was a science teacher and everybody loved her. She, they were, she was the epitome of loved person in the school. But for me, it was really scary when she would tell you she's a liberal. She would tell you she don't believe in God. She'd tell you, you know, and she just always wanted to fight. And one day I came in and I had, I don't even remember what happened. I had my Bible or something out. It was on my desk. I always carried a Bible. And um, she said one day, she, there's doing debates or something. And she says, I always wanted to have a debate class. So da, 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 da. Anyways, we did a debate in her class. And she came at me. And said, hey, I'm going to debate you um, whether, what is it, Jesus was real to if he ain't. And she tried her best. She really did. She she tried her best against me. Um, I got an A in that. I got an A in that debate because I looked at her and I said, there is more. Um, I even pulled out, like I had a whole 
three ring binder full of just notes and research and I went through the school's library, went through the library down in Racine and just got copies of where Jesus was talked about in multiple different texts and different areas. Even the Roman Empire talked about Jesus. And I got these texts, I got these uh, where Jesus was quoted. And then I also got where Abraham Lincoln uh was quoted, like where he died, how he died, everything else. And I showed him and I said, you know, I said, this is showing how Abraham Lincoln died. I said, technically, there's only like three or four documents that, you know, that state he died from a bullet hole in the head. And I said, these documents here state that he, uh, he was born, he lived, he died and he rose again. And I said, it's all in order. And it was scary. And that, that's the identity that I took on was I was going to be a Christian. Now, did I have issues where sometimes people came into my life, the wrong people, and really influenced my decisions? Yes, I had that. I had people that came in and said, you know, I really like you and um, blah, blah, blah. And I really followed them and stuff happened and, you know, relationships and it got serious. And then all of a sudden they broke my heart and like it went on like it was a constant thing. Like I should have learned, you know, by the third time that girls are the devil anyway <laughs> throughout high school. And uh, it even got to the point where uh, my identity was compromised. Um, people really didn't take me seriously, even outside of high school, uh, when I started really following, um, going to church, following God and, um, even became youth pastor, man, people still didn't take me seriously. Even my youth, this is the funny part. Even my youth pastor that was my youth pastor for years did not take me seriously. Like I went, this, this is, this is like one of the sad moments of my life. Um, I went on a missions trip with a couple of teenagers and absolutely did not ever receive any kind of like, hey, this is Pastor Dustin. He's from the Baptist church, you know, and I never had that. And it was really sad for me because I felt so left out. I was never given a chance. Um, and then when I started, uh, I left the Baptist and went to the Nazarene, man, that's when things started beating, heating up and we started really reaching out and, um, I'd go over and sit at the school a few days out of the week, um, maybe twice a week or something like that. Once a week, I would go over there and sit at lunchtime or, uh, go sit on the wall before school started and we go pray at the, uh, pole out there and it was really cool and it was really awesome we brought some kids in and um, we really reached and outreached and had an after-school program and it was really cool but I still saw identity crises I saw where teenagers really they wanted to be a part of Jesus they really wanted to you know try it out but their friends dictated their actions and that's a serious area. Like, your friends will dictate. If you are surrounded by people, I will tell you exactly who you will be. That's just a simple thought. That's a simple uh, thing right there. Is if the people that you hang around, you're going to act like. And that sometimes, even for me, is scary. And I had to learn at a young age, like, you got to watch out who you hang out with. Even to the point of a few years ago, 
I really had to watch out who I let into my bubble. I don't even, this is how serious I am about this. I let people so far in to a point and I'm, it, it's blocked. Like you, it, you better be Jesus before you get through this hole uh, or get to this, you know, center. Um, I'm like a onion. <laughs> you don't get to the center. There's a lot of layers. Um, but anyways, that's just like Jesus is my focus. So if Jesus is my focus, then people really, their opinions, their thoughts, their processes, you take them into consideration. But in reality, man, who are they against God? And that's just where I'm at. That's my identity because Jesus is my identity. I want to be closer to him. I want to be more like him. I, I want to walk in that same spirit. You know what I mean? So that's kind of the area I'm going to. Um, we're going to talk about this in um, the Bible. Second uh, Peter verse one or Second Peter. Chapter 1, verse 3, it says, His divine power has granted to us all things that pertain to life and godliness through the knowledge of Him who called us to His own glory and excellence, by which He has granted to us His precious and very great promise, so that through them you may become partakers of the divine nature and having escaped the corruption that is in the world because of sinful desires. That is the core essence of your identity. We know of him. We 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 there's a big difference and this is this is something I wanted to talk about too is there's a big difference between knowing Jesus and knowing Jesus. Like you can know of him. Like, you know, somebody look at you and say, you know Jesus? Yeah, I know Jesus. You mean Jesus Christ Superstar? Huh? No, not that stupid TV show or that movie. <laughs> you know, it's real. you know, really knowing him. Like, man, Jesus talked about Matthew 5 that if I'm angry towards somebody, I'm committing murder in my heart. You know what I mean? That's the kind of knowing Jesus. Like, you really read the word and understand who he was. And that's where... I feel like we really know him. We're really, you know, this is this is where we learn our identity. This is where we learn who we are. It's following Jesus. And it's the that's the total sales pitch of this entire uh podcast is do you know him? Do you really know him? And uh I feel like a lot of teenagers, even adults, um I've heard so many adults they'll say, "Oh, yes, I know him." I've seen people pray at the altar and not even know him like do you know him <laughs> like you know what i mean and, and it, i'm not bashing anybody or i'm not saying anything bad about anybody but you know adults man we don't sometimes we don't know him we think of him we we hand tithes out like it's crazy or we uh you know church needs um I don't even know. I'm trying to think of something crazy. Church needs painted, so I'm going to go and paint the church. And in reality is we go paint the church and every last word is darn it, gagnabbit, whatever. They start cussing. I don't know. I'm just saying this as a generalized thing is sometimes we really don't know Jesus <laughs> as adults. 
because of what happened, you know, in our elementary years, in our childhood years. And uh, that also works at home. Like even teenagers and kids at home, man, look at their home life. You know, is it crazy? Is it chaotic? Is their parents cussing and drinking and doing all this bad stuff? You know, or are they sitting there and saying, hey, guys, let's let's go pray before we eat. Or, hey, guys, let's, uh, you know, read a word. Let's go read about Jesus. My house, we do that. Um, we, we pray before our meals. We, you know, sometimes I'll get up and we'll say midnight, or I call them midnight stories, but bedtime stories. And we'll read out the Bible and we'll just be praying. And um, me and my wife, we, we love to... Um, I love to read like by myself. I'm a very by myself reader, um, because sometimes stuff don't come to me as good or as fast as normal people. And I like to saturate myself in the word. Uh, my wife on the other hand is like, what does this mean? <laughs> like God was the word. God is the word. And he was there at the beginning. And my wife's like, what did it just say? I said, you heard it. <laughs> Anyways, my wife, I love her, but I'm just saying that because it has to start somewhere, whether it be at your home, whether it be in children's church, whether it be in the nursery even. Um, that's just our focus. That's where we need to be as youth pastors, as youth leaders, um, as children workers, as a church. And I can say all this, and I, I can say that, you know, we could have this awesome, you know, programs. We can do these awesome things, blah, 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 blah. And man, the youth pastor will just go crazy and run with it. But in reality, man, it takes more than just a youth pastor to do all this stuff. It takes a collection of people. It takes a whole church to really focus in and say, hey, um, maybe I need to take this teenager out for a day and go get him some ice cream or go get her some ice cream or go get some coffee and just sit down and talk with them about, you know, hey, I've had all these awesome experiences with Jesus. You know, there was this time in my life that I didn't have a job. I was homeless, whatever, and God provided. And that's just where, you know, that's my stories. You know, I would just sit down and talk to teenagers say, this is what God's done. And this is what God's going to do. He's going to have this awesome life for you. And it might seem crazy one second and awesome the next. But in reality, all together, it works for the glory of God. So that's the identity crisis, guys. But, um. You know, we, we got to start getting into this. This might become a two-part session, but um, I think I'm at my time limit for... Yeah, I'm definitely past my time limit. I only do 15 minutes, so 18 minutes, we're doing good, okay? So, anyways, love you guys. Um, man, there's going to be more stuff going on, more things. I'm going to do some more videos, possibly, and just really... Um, we're going to hit the ground running, so love you guys, and I'll talk to you later.